Champion with Mischief, a track that normally gives us an exciting mad race, apart from that one time where it didn't. <laughs> we weren't disappointed this year. Uh, joined once again on the Final Corner Podcast by Tom and Nick. Did you enjoy the race? Loved it. Yeah, it's great fun in the end. Big improvement over Monaco. Oh, yeah. Makes me think about this track actually being like, technically it's not great, but it is kind of great. It causes incidents. It's, right. it's maybe not a great racetrack, but it causes incidents. Yeah. And I actually don't mind driving it in the game, to be honest. I think it's it's not it's not the worst track in the calendar. We're about to you come to the worst track, now. I think. You say that now. When we're in an online race and we've all lost our front wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. It's I think Brundle used to say this ages ago, it might be someone else, but it's a mistake generator. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good description. Yeah, you're right. It's not got any interesting corners. It's all like 90 degrees left, right, mm-hmm. tight mm-hmm. bits. But it just provides an interesting race, so it does the job. Yep, and uh, when Pirelli we were fitting crappy marshmallow tyres, it just makes it much, much better. Yeah, I suppose we'll dig into that later. But we will. It's not good for the PR of the brand, is it? No, no. no. And it's, it's not like this is the first time with Pirelli over the years where they've had yeah. issues with tyres. Um, bad for them, a slight tangent straight away, but it was a WRC in uh, Sardinia at the weekend. First year they're using Pirelli rubbers on every car, mm. and people were not happy with them. There's a great clip, Oops. which we'll sh- I'll show to you later, of one driver just swearing, full-on swearing, F and S words in an interview about the tyres live during the day. Brilliant. <laughs> It's just, a, just bad rep for Pirelli when stuff goes wrong, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never put a Pirelli tyre on my car, and I don't think I will now. <laughs> Mine came with them. Did I'm a bit worried. Did you get? Did you get them taken off? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna sell my life for these. Yeah, check the relay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, going into the weekend, big bit of news: Singapore Grand Prix is gone. Not happening this year. Um, on our street circuit down. One that I hate, so I'm actually quite happy about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and as one that Mercedes are probably quite happy it's gone because it's not traditionally been their strongest track. Yeah, we're going to miss out on another Charles Leclerc pole position. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> looks like it. Um, they're, they're looking, I think, there's rumoured anyway that they're looking at America or Mexico for a double header. Yeah. yeah. Um, which Brazil's not been cancelled yet, right? No, not yet. No, well, but it's quite possible. It's going to happen, yeah. Yeah, I think they've also suggested Turkey or China as well, haven't they? Turkey back on again. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. Well, to be fair, um, everything's on amber and red now, so it's kind of hard to figure yeah. out where we can go. Um, but uh, yeah, Turkey is one of the ones considered. Um, I'm quite happy China's not in the calendar. Just, just as just mm-hmm. a punish. Yeah, I'm with you. Just on that. a punishment. Oh, yeah. right. You're Nothing not getting to do with the track. I thought no. you were going to say it's a boring track. It's a boring track and it's like punishment. <laughs> You're not getting a race. I've been walking to my house for 15 months. <laughs> You're not getting an F1 <laughs> race. So, jump straight into qualifying then. Uh, practice, there was a few incidents. First happened into the wall at turn 15 was probably the biggest. Ah, uh, yes. I think uh, Mansman blocked a few people. Yeah. I think. As per. Yeah, as per. I think the way Charles Claire went in the bar at 15 as well, but managed only to lose the front wing. 
And I think oh, there was an, yeah, another that. couple mm-hmm. of and a couple of people who abandoned the Gormans, went down the runoff roads. A lot of runoff road action in practice, just across the whole through sessions. I feel like yeah. uh, there was one where Norris and Bottas were both doing like donuts down the escape road. It was like watching some oh, car yeah. show or something. It wasn't like I was like, what the heck am I watching here? <laughs> it was a. Uh, I was pretty surprised um, during qualifying. Perez was quite quick right off the bat, um, which yeah. is a great sign for him going into qualifying. But that was probably the, the biggest thing I noticed, just checking up on what had happened. Was that he was actually on the pace from the start. He did say that he's found something in the car that he understands now. I don't know how true that is, or it's just a mm. one-off thing. But I hope that's true. certainly seems to be good. Mm. I hope it's true. But he's all, he also historically has done quite well here, right? He's finished on the podium yeah. with the Force India. Uh, or was it Racing Point mm-hmm. then? Anyway, he's finished on the podium. Uh, so it could it could be flat to deceive a bit, and it could be a good setup for this track, mm. if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. yeah. Mercedes really struggled during practice. They were outside the top 10, um, but prompted a whole load of changes to Hamilton's car. I think they changed the wings. They basically ripped it apart and started again in the setup. And Bottas didn't, apparently. And yeah, which was his choice, apparently, as well. Mm. Ooh, and uh, we'll see the results of that in a few minutes' time. Mm. But I didn't believe any of that, by the way. I didn't think they were struggling that well, that bad. No? I was fully was... expecting that, oh, yeah, struggle, 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 struggle. Purple, purple, purple. <laughs> Do you think that's a new Mercedes tactic for the year? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm convinced. Although maybe it's just a, a street chat. Sort of all these certain types of tracks where they'll struggle a bit, and then certain other tracks uh, they'll smash it still. I think. Yeah, I don't think they've lost that much overall, but these last few tracks haven't suited them at all. Mm, fair enough. Qualifying and immediately, the Lance Stroll puts it in the wall. Turn fifteen, the dreaded turn fifteen now. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, it's funny, I've never really seen too many people struggle there anymore, eh, previously, but this year they've kept talking about a bump on the road, which I can only imagine was there before, unless I've resurfaced mm. it, but it seemed to be catching everyone out, and everyone was going into the triple the padding on the wall. It seemed like uh, this year it was very easy to sort of get a lock-up going into it, and then for whatever reason think you're still making it round mm. yeah. and not going for the escape road Stro- um, Stroll's one looked like he just he should have known to abandon it because he walked up so yeah. early and he still tried to make, take the corner on his first lap in Q1 which yeah, if there's, just abandon yeah, if there's one you're going to abandon that's the one yeah um, took the front right wheel off at least he was able to sort of move it around the corner right yeah uh, but there we go. There's the first first red flag, was it? Yep. I think yeah. Ant Davidson did a bit where he was like, look at Stroll, he could have turned right at this point here, and I think he overlaid it with a footage of, ooh, was it an Alpha Tower going straight on? So hindsight's a wonderful thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. And as we'll see, he wasn't yeah. the only one. No. And Leclerc was the only person to set a lap at that point. Yeah. Before that Opposition. <laughs> oh, no, it's just Q1. Q1. Did you notice as well... Um, when they showed the clip of Stroll going back into the garage and walking to the back of it, that it looked like nobody in the team even looked at him. Yeah, <laughs> I did not I'm, see that. I'm sure it was just 
how it happened to come on the clip that they'd already said something to him, but nobody was acknowledging him in the slightest. Well, yeah, when I saw when I saw the clip, it looked like that he was like forcing people to like fist bump him and like speak to him, yeah. but it was it was like everyone else was just ignoring. Him. Oh, oh dear, <laughs> just, which is quite a ballsy thing to do to your uh, your boss's son. Yeah, yeah. you'd think if if you want a promotion, you'd be the first one over there giving them a big <laughs> cuddle. Don't worry, Lance, you'll yeah. be fine. Um, so we get back going again, and then Giovinazzi puts it in the wall, in the exact same place. Um, but that was a strange one. He didn't look at the walk up. He just seemed to go way too fast. Yeah, we, we would say too fast, or he had understeer, and someone like David Coulthard would say under rotated, or something like that. Right? <laughs> oh, is that a lock up? Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah, that, that's a lock up. Is it a lock up? But I hate it when they say. Yeah. That. Oh God, that went <laughs> me right. Up. Yeah, but he properly stuffed it in there this time, right? And it was kind of. Immovable from that point. Yeah, you couldn't drive it anyway. Yeah. Could he? he had to get out. No. Yeah. Which really helped George Russell out. Dead. Yes. At that point. Because it gave him another red flag and more time to fit the engine in the back of his car. Yeah, so he'd not started at this point, right? No. Um, apparently, it was a water pump failure. Uh. Um, but that necessitated changing the whole engine in two hours. Wow. And it's usually a four plus hour job, apparently. Oh, well, well done. But they did it. His record for out-qualifying his teammate could have been broken. Yeah. But thanks to Giovinazzi and Stroll, it wasn't. Yes, which ruined more laps for half of the grid. Yeah. Which made me wonder, as Mazepin had set a lap, could he make Q2? <laughs> I, w- I fell straight into that hype because it was like, oh, my word, has anyone got time to do two laps? One lap more? Yeah. How long is it going to be? It was fine in the end. Yeah. Yeah, Mazepin was 18th in the end. About uh, mm-hmm. eight tenths or eight hundredths of Schumacher. Would you say he's getting closer? Which yeah. Fair play. He's getting closer, mm-hmm. but the Hassies were a, a full second behind Latifi in sixteenth. Which uh, I think oh, we've just I think cool. we've all just written them off, and yeah. there's probably not much point talking about them again for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are we going to stick to that rule? <laughs> probably no not. more has talk well, on the podcast. Probably not. <laughs> I think we're going to speak to them, speak about them in probably about 10 minutes' time again. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Q2, Russell, Raikkonen, Ricardo, Ocon, and Vettel out. Uh, Ricardo binned it this time, but I think it was turn 10? Or was, no, it was a bit earlier in the lap anyway. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, turn 3. Yeah, ah, turn yeah, three. you're right, you're right. Turn 3. One uh, of those 90 lefts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricardo, tut, tut, tut. Walk up too quick, yeah. straight in the ball. Red flag, and I think the that was right at the end of the session, so no one could get a second lap in. Yeah, yeah. But Fatel was upset about he missed out um, by yeah. like seven hundredths a second or something like that. But yeah, P eleven with fresh tires, and as we'll see, <laughs> no need to be upset about that. He holds Daniel Ricciardo yep. a kick. He does. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo, that was. Um, as we'll see, he's not the only person to do that in the session or the weekend. Straight away, you're sort of thinking, oh, he's having a, he's having a tumultuous season so far. Mm-hmm. He's certainly not bedding in there as well as we thought. We, he has the odd moments, and then he has something like this, which seems to regress him a bit. Um, just mentioning Vettel, he actually locked up down into turn 15 and made the corner in Q2. Mm. Yeah. So, well... It's different, isn't it? Oh, God, I sound like Kimi Räikkönen then. Bah. Wow. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to have to change our tune on old Sebastian. Um, we'll delete the other episodes where we've written him off as done, mean to retire, and uh, 
He's, uh, Two good races does not make a good season or a comeback. Hey, he made turn 15. That's good enough for me. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that class oh. comeback. Also, Ocon slapped the wall before that at turn three, mm-hmm. before Ricardo went there. Mm-hmm. But with the rear mm-hmm. of his car, lucky to carry on with that, I thought. And with six and a half minutes left, Verstappen, Perez, and Hamilton and Leclerc were on. Well, they were within 0.0. It was. Oh, yes, it were. was incredibly close. That mm. it was. Obviously, they had ordered, so they had the uh, thousandths of a second recorded. But on like the timing screen on the left, it just was said all four of them were on zero point yeah. zero, which reminded me of that time in Areth, where three three yeah. drivers at the same time. Which all the commentary the whole teams top were six as well were within two tenths. Oh really? Wow. At that point, anyway. Yeah, it's not the end of the session, is it? Where the quicker no. stuff comes in, but. Did mean that two Alpha Tauri's in the top ten as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yuki Sonoda through to Q three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought. What, I was gonna say I thought that Alonso and Sonoda both getting into Q three is good for both of them. Yeah, I agree with that. They needed a good result. Alonso especially. Just for qualifying. Um, yes. Because because Yuki because he's young you sort of think, oh well they will give him a bit of time. Mm-hmm. Alonso's got a lot of pressure coming back in. I suppose he's a rookie again. So both, so one minute twenty nine, it was ended, and they were both through. Uh, but Norris couldn't enter the pits or could enter the pits, and it was all a bit weird, right? That was in Q one. Ah, was that in Q one? Yeah, but it, it was under it red flag actually, though, right? Yes, where he asked if he should come in, and then it was deemed to be too late. Uh, uh, I do apologise there. I must have seen a replay that they showed during Q two and got confused. Yeah, I don't think they actually announced the penalty until after qualifying. Yes, that's correct. Th- three so place, it was, was it? All a bit. Yeah. It's normally a five place penalty for that infringement, though. Oh. But it was deemed that a five place penalty would be too harsh as he had so little time to react to the red flag. Fair enough. Yeah, he was, yeah, was connected lit- to the pit lane and then came out again. Yeah. Um, which seems a bit strange. If you see a red flag, you're already in the pit lane. You think you just stop. Yeah. But I mean, why would you? Why would you pull out to go around again? But I suppose it's yeah. split second decision. But that seemed a bit exactly, seemed yeah. a bit bizarre. It did to me. I mean, he, he said that he thought the pit lane could have been blocked, but if that's the case, someone would have told him straight away. Mm. And other cars, I think, were going in as well. I think an element could be that. Uh, Many drivers on the grid are so reliant on the team communications mm-hmm. that you almost don't, apart from overtaking, you almost don't think for yourself. They're telling you, like, engine mode, uh, yeah. how to push the tyres, where, where, get pickup, uh, press this mode, come in, come out, all this stuff. That There's very little sort of um, room for initiative. Yeah. Hamilton's run in Q3, he was helped by Bottas on his first run to get a toe down the straight. I heard the word toe about 642 times during qualifying. Yep. Because oh, wasn't that annoying? Mr. David Croft wouldn't <laughs> stop saying it. And it's done my head in. But everyone's kind of fighting for the slipstream. Leclerc goes quickest. With Hamilton second, Verstappen sitting third. Gasly fourth. A sign to the good run in fifth. Perez got caught out though. Um, his first run wasn't very good, and then yeah, there was a red flag from was it Shinoda? Yeah, 
It was, yeah, same place as Ricardo. Yep, and then Sainz decided to join them down the, the, the runoff area. Yeah, I think that was... Because people have said that Sainz called the red flag, but it was Sonoda that caused the red flag. Yeah. And to me, Sainz was just reacting to the accident. That's why he went off down there. But, like a delayed reaction, right? Yeah, I think... Cause it was a bit weird for me. You could see the tyre smoke ahead. Yeah. So, it, if he's thinking that he went off into the wall like he did at the speed he's approaching it he knows that he can't fit the corner because we're going to the back of him right and i think that was on his mind and he was worrying about it, and that's what caused the spin it's a good point that's my view yeah it does look weird though even when you yeah. see the onboard you're like that's just a bit of indecision maybe and then he's just ended up mm. crashing unfortunately but that really hurt perez and bottas because nina got the second running so perez was seventh yeah. and bottas was tenth because his only run was without a slipstream. Yes. Yeah, but also, I, I, I concur that the slipstream matters. I don't think it matters enough to put you down in 10th. No. Uh, there's only really the main straight that's a huge area for me. Like, if you're following around the tight corners around here mm-hmm. and you're too close, you're going to get air or wash. It's going to give you understeer and stuff like this, right? Or lack of grip. So, surely that. I mean, it's a huge straight, though, so it is going to be a big help. According to um, Crofty, it was six tenth for right, Hamlin. Well, I don't, I don't believe that. I'm afraid. No, I don't. I don't either. Speaking about Crofty as well, I have to have a slight rant about what he said. <laughs> <that>. Yes, <laughs> yeah, have you have been turned. Someone that's not me, go for it. <laughs> well, just the whole thing when they were talking about. I think it because uh, I didn't write down what they were talking about, but I think it was Lando's thing, and he said about there's no Mister Lee Nee Ent isn't one of the stewards oh, oh my yeah. god and I think in my notes for this I wrote Crofty needs a slap <laughs> there's no Mr. it was Lee. just crowbarred in and even it wasn't even any good that doesn't work it doesn't work no exactly because the whole Mr. thing has got a riff on a name that's kind of plausible for yeah. the joke to work <laughs> I know it was just oh oh he's trying Paul. he doesn't need to very, try very trying he, he needs to try less that's probably yeah. the thing, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. He tries to force things in too much. You can hear him sometimes trying to say something over the other commentator. Yeah, yeah I think. Or trying to force something. I in. think he's got a bunch of stuff pre-written in front of him, just mm-hmm. in case. And yeah. he, he's got a million and one irrelevant facts that he wants to. Yeah. He must walk in with a binder full of crap that he just wants to <laughs> fit in, regardless what happens. But yeah. Oh, well, well, that's said about David Croft, the better, I think, because I think we could do a, mm-hmm. a whole podcast. Yeah. But, but it's uh, bullying, but leading le- le- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that really wound me up. I would <laughs> say one thing about the toe, actually, just to to go back to that, because uh, Gasly went purple in sector one at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. got really, everyone got really excited. It was like a. <gasps> uh, but Shinoda was just fat. Was he just ahead of him at that point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Paul DeResta was like, well, abandon, just make him abandon that lap. I give the toe yeah. to Gasly, and I don't know. Would that if have he would have done that, he would have been at least third because it yeah. was point oh oh two yeah. slower than Verstappen. Oh, so yeah. I only need a little bump to get. Yeah, there. right. Yeah. yeah, it definitely would have improved the position, his position, I should say. Yeah, but it would have completely ruined Shinoda's lap. But he was only, I think, eighth anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before He's a fiery character, character though in the old Shinoda, so he might not that might yes. that might not be on the cards. No. 
Boss has his team was half a cent score than Q2. So, but again, ah, there just, you go. Good. Yeah, just poor from him. Very, very poor. Oh, and also Perez. Uh, he did do the first lap, and it wasn't good enough. Uh, which was, mm -hmm. is what happened in Monaco as well, right? I know yep. he got, yeah. uh, he made a miss when he came, then he got balked by traffic, but his first lap wasn't quick enough. So he's never been known as like a qualifying master though, right? And he sets the car up for the race day and stuff like this. But yeah. he, he still needs to be a little bit better on the first run in qualifying. Because as we've seen at the two, these two tracks, the last two rounds, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. They are thinking about bringing in the red flag rule. It's in touring car and Indy car, but if you cause a red flag, you lose your lap. Um, well, but don't really think would it impacted anyone this week, but certainly yeah. last week it would cost the clerk pole. Yeah. Mm, I think I, I think I probably am on board with bringing that in, to really. Yeah, I think they wanted to do the Indy car rule. Which is very similar to the touring car rule, but you lose your two fastest laps if you cause a red flag. Two is a bit extreme. Yeah. <laughs> which I wasn't sure but why it's two. Yeah, why two? That's yeah, I don't think that would work in F1 because you only generally get two yeah, do one per anyway. session. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. If you cause a red flag, you didn't get one of them in. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. So, race start. Norris dropped three places, thirty-nine, which uh, was a big help to Perez at the start. Mm. Yeah, pretty even start at the front. Leclerc took pole, keeps the lead. Um, for probably the most important bit there though was Perez managed to get past Gasly up in the fourth. Yeah, which is key for him because if he got stuck yeah. behind Pierre, that would have been a disaster. It was a lovely move as well, but I wasn't sure how much of that was Red Bull team orders. Which they haven't tended to do towards AlphaTauri, but it's a good, it's a fair point to raise that, isn't it? I'd like to think that it wasn't, so I'm just going to believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just around the outside, but I suppose yeah. if you're a little bit brave on the first lap. Mm. But Perez did a nice move past Science as well at the start to get yes. on the in position to get then get Gasly. So it was all in the start for mm -hmm. Perez and his race. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, that gave Red Bull the. As we talk about the, every, the strategy options on yeah. two cars mm -hmm. here, and he, he was quick, but it wasn't like he was just hanging there. It was oh, quick. he was flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, oh right, I've got to this position. Was it fourth? Yeah, and I'm just gonna yeah. go for the solid fourth. He, he was on the pace of the leaders all the way through that opening stint. I felt. Yeah. Lando had a terrible start though. He was end up fighting with. Ricardo for 12. I thought it was quite yeah. interesting. It's happened a few times where they've been side by side on track and how hard did they actually fight each other. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's quite interesting that Norris is fighting that hard because I think he knows that this is his chance to yeah. put the stamp on that team and make it his. Because there was uh, some radio traffic a few laps later when he kept 12 in front of Ricardo about who's going to attack Bottas. And he pretty much put his foot yeah. down and says, no, give me a chance, I'm going to do this. Mm. That's been interesting for a couple of races now it that has. he's really taken over. Well, I also think as well, like, Ricardo's come on there, in there with a big paycheck. And he'll be thinking, well, I need to prove that I'm worth more than that. And, and no surprise that recently he did sign another contract extension with McLaren, right? Which I'm certain is for more yeah. 
more funds. So, not that that's not the primary reason. I probably just he's a racer and he wants to do well and prove mm. prove that what he can do against someone who's won a Grand Prix. But mm-hmm. Certainly helps. Uh, also, on the start, I'd like to mention Giovinazzi again. Yeah. Uh, he basically came from what last or, ne- or the, near the <laughs> back row to because he obviously mm-hmm. crashed to qualifying, so he's behind the Haas at the start, right? Yeah, he was nineteenth, I think. At the start. Yeah, so back row uh, to fifteenth on the first lap, so another mm. s- storming start, and then there was a bit of contact between Mick Schumacher and Stroll at lap one, turn one. Yes, but nothing came of that really. But it could have been messy. Yeah, no, it was all very interesting at the start. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It was hard I to did keep like it. as well that uh, Norris, when they asked him about overtaking Bottas, that his reply to it was that he said he's making a lot of mistakes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was telling, wasn't Which it? Which I thought was a, a little dig. Yeah. Definitely was. Definitely uh, oh, Bottas this year. Yeah. yeah. It seems strange that he decided not to follow Lewis in changing the setup. Yeah. I also just think he doesn't have enough of of an edge to overtake people, though. No. At the minute, anyway, I think it's a confidence thing. Yeah. Uh, When was the last time we saw Bottas do a a nice overtake that wasn't heavily DRS? The only thing I can think of is when he fought back against Lewis at the Nürburgring last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, since then, I can't think of a thing that he's done. Just falls backwards or stays... Yeah. Position. Yeah. If he's not in the top two or three, yeah, he doesn't seem to be anywhere. No. And it's not just the car because when it happens to Lewis, generally he comes forward. I know there's been races where he has got stuck and not been able to make progress, but nowhere near as many times as Bottas. Correct. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Croft at one point was saying how great that Mercedes is in traffic these days. <laughs> as Lewis was yeah. going past, I think. Uh, I think he was going past. Leclerc on lap two. Mm-hmm. Lap two, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he goes past and he starts talking about greaters in traffic, and then you're just looking at Bottas, who's been sat in 10th for. <laughs> and then sits in 10th for the next 40 laps. I mean, yeah. it's cool it's not that, that great in traffic. Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, it's more than Lewis Hamilton's great. But yeah, yeah, you mentioned it there, lap two. Lewis is on it and uh, passed yeah. Charles with no DRS. No, <laughs> you've seen the struggle the Ferrari has down the straight there, but it's, it's mm-hmm. mega in the middle of the lap. Yeah, but what I thought was, I wasn't sure if it was strategy or if he just didn't have more pace. But he held Leclerc and his DRS for five or six laps, mm. which meant yeah. that Verstappen couldn't get past. But then there Love was it. a lap, the first lap where he didn't have DRS, Max was straight past mm-hmm. him. Yeah, uh, it was really interesting though, where yeah, Lewis was leading, and the DRS is in- enabled. I don't know if it was Lewis deliberately doing it, like you say, uh, or, or not, right? Um, but it was really, really interesting. I, I forgot to mention as well, early at the start, there was a bit where Lewis and Max avoided a twig. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. all-important twig. I think uh, Lewis had it. Which, yeah, I believe it damaged his front wing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a bit of a... There was, showed it later, didn't yeah. it? In the, was it during mm-hmm. the red flag period? There was a bit of a hole in the front yeah. wing. Yeah. yeah, it's a big gash from a little twig. Yeah, Max missed turn 15 to avoid that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was, there was a yellow, brief yellow flag at one point. Every time there's a yellow flag pops up at the top of the screen, you're just like, <gasps> someone bent it yeah. here. Because it's, it's normally yeah. someone going in the wall yeah. there. Which um, has is it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, there's a great bit of that 
coming later, but we'll yeah, uh, Ocon retires, but then as I say, um, Verstappen gets past, and then as soon as he gets past, uh, Perez gets up into third, and Leclerc's mm-hmm. just going backwards at that point. Yeah, because uh, I think Gasly's still just sitting behind them at this yeah. stage of the race, and mm. he eventually boxes quite early to go into the heart. I was disappointed when I heard of that it was going to be a one-stop race. I was like, oh, this is going to be so yeah. boring from this point. Me too. I'll yeah. watch it thinking, well, it's fine, but if this is the only stop, this is the race is over from this point, right? Mm. We'll see. Uh, Yuki Sonoda passed Alonso around that time as well when Max passed. Yeah. And then it was around this time and there was that amazing radio message. Oh, yes. <laughs> Push flat <laughs> out. I am. Shut up. <laughs> Love it. Sun- such an angry little man. He yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> like his team must hate working with him during the race. His race engineer must absolutely hate the hour and a half he he has to speak to him. <laughs> Even after the race, I think he was still shouting and swearing at them. <laughs> Probably, yeah. His post race uh, interview is like he's like really disappointed with the result. He's really quite yeah. I can't remember the exact words, but I've jumped ahead there, but <laughs> Yeah, his post race interview is very interesting. He's very uh, damning of the performance. Hmm. Lando boxed early to undercut Bottas and did quite yeah quite yeah. comfortably. Uh, Signs then goes off at turn eight, mm-hmm. walking up Buffy's tires. Oh. I think another uh, mistake. Yeah. Not happy. Not happy. No, he walked up at the start as well. I think so. It's been a, there was a couple mm-hmm. during the race where he's done it, and he's had to at that point he had to reverse at the slip road rather than spin it because it's a it's a narrow one. Mm-hmm. Nearly hit Giovinazzi on the way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did better than Ricardo did a few years ago. Uh. <laughs> yeah, managed to get him out. Uh, but I don't know if that yellow flag made Mercedes pit or they were planning mm-hmm. on pitting anyway. But they came in immediately to put Lewis onto the hearts, uh, followed by Gasly, and they held Lewis in the box for about four seconds to let um, Gasly yeah. go past, which right. To me, just looking on TV, they held him for about a second and a half too long. They could have yeah. quite easily let him go, and they end up losing, I think, about two seconds, which was yeah. enough. He was stationed for 4.6 seconds. Yeah. yeah. But he at least obeyed the lights, because I don't know if you saw in F2, one of the drivers um, got unsafe release, but it's because he went when the light was red. As soon mm. as the car dropped, he ah. went, and he hadn't actually been released. Dear, oh dear. I did see the... I didn't know that was the reason, but I did see that incident. Yeah. Oscar Piastri. Mm. Oh, well, that's what F2's for. Bit of learning. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that allowed Perez... No, it allowed Verstappen pass. And then Perez did mm-hmm. an incredible in-lap. Yeah. It looked like he was going to take the lead off of Perez. Um, but then he has a slow stop. Mm-hmm. Um, which at the time I raised my eyebrows at going, hmm, convenient yeah. to have a slow stop when Perez is... But it turns out it was long on his marks, which cost yeah. him this the time. Uh, it wasn't cra- crazy though at that point. I thought Perez, here we go, this is mm-hmm. it. He's he'd, he'd done the amazing first lap overtakes. He kept the pace all the way through. Max had the one point nine second pit stop, uh, but four point three for Perez. So yeah, still jumped Lewis though. Mm. Yeah. Mental. And a Red Bull one two for the first time in God knows how long. Yeah, wow. Really impressed by. Sergio's uh, driving in the race at this point. Well, uh, technically it was a Red Bull 2-3 because I think Seb hadn't pitted at that point. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep, yeah, he was going along, which 
to be fair, I think he might have been on, oh, I can't remember if it was soft or hard, but he went miles longer than anyone else. Yeah. I think uh, he, he might have been soft. Uh, yeah, he, he went like six mm -hmm. or seven laps later than anyone else was doing. Yeah. And he was quick. It wasn't like slow. Um, which really helped him in the race. Because um, after he pits, uh, Landstroll has a crash in a really strange place on the main straight with the DRS activation point. Uh, yeah. When it happened, I'm just thinking, how have you managed to pin it there? Yeah, yeah me too. That's, it's, that's so bizarre. And then you see the replay and his left rear tyre just gives up on him. I thought ironic as well that he was the one staying out for a safety car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was hanging about on the hard tyres, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Shame for him, but I was glad it happened because the race looked finished at that yes, point. Definitely. It was yeah, a I think I was having a little snooze at that point and then I got woken up. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Same. It was a massive accident. But, it uh, was, yeah. It was not in nice the, you, you forget how safe the cars are. So, from a damage point of view, it's not that huge, I don't think, really. But the fact that they're doing well over 200 miles an hour. Well, I see early on in the straight, mm -hmm. but they're still going up 200 miles an hour at that point. Yeah. And so, great that the car wasn't as deformed. But I, I think he's very mm -hmm. lucky they didn't bounce off the left wall across to the right wall. Yeah. Because then there's a side impact at full speed with someone. And that's yeah. not going to end well. I think that's why he was still wrestling on the steering wheel, trying to keep it to the left. Wow, well, yeah, human instinct. He was immediately on the video shouting for a red flag as get well. Get me out, get me out. Yeah. Yeah. You understand how you would get a fright, so it's yeah. understand understandable he was yeah. quite shook up by it. I feel that he was scared not for the actual force of the impact, but the speed of the area of the track where he's, oh, where yeah, he's got no definitely. control. Because I thought at first maybe he'd hurt himself, yeah. the way he was saying that. Yeah. But it was just he did not want to be anywhere near that. It's, it raises an interesting point for me, or a point of debate, where having street circuits, because they've got a wall either side, so there's, there's mm -hmm. no runoff area, right? Yeah. So whenever you have an accident, it's confined within that space. Mm -hmm. And at Monaco, it's not, not a huge problem, because you don't have 300 kilometers an hour straights. Yeah. But here at, at the Baku city circuit, uh, you definitely do have a really long straight, but with walls either side. Maybe there's some other tracks with that, I'll have to think about it. But off like Singapore, for example, there are quick mm -hmm. bits, but not as quick as this. No. And I just worry at one point there'll be a pinball effect where someone cannons down and then someone comes up full full chat. Yeah, Jet. like a sort of uh, Alonso and uh, Weber at Brazil. Hmm. Yeah. Right. If, yeah. That's that scenario. That. Well, yeah. that's that area of the track is actually quite narrow and has walls either side, even though it's street yeah, circuit. Yeah. That's, right that's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. Going to have a similar problem at Saudi Arabia then, because that's got the big long straight that they're proposing. Which is ah. going to be the exact same. It'll be yeah, walled true. our side on a four-lane motorway. It's not really much else they can do, is it? Unless you're going to line yeah. the full thing in Tech Pro, which will just stop you instantly. Yeah, or chicane. That or causes something. its own problems because that at that speed that will get launched across the track as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, mind you, IndyCar Bud does a whole 500-mile race around an oval at 200 mm -hmm. miles the whole way around. <laughs> yeah. With yeah, concrete true. either side, so. I know it's safer barrier, but still. Yeah. Um, One thing I wasn't sure of as well is um, going back actually to before the red flag. Um, actually, sorry, it wasn't red flag. I should say the stroll crash. Yeah. I was Safety trying car. to work out if Perez was holding up Lewis or towing him along. Ooh, I had not noticed that. Because every lap it was like Lewis was in position to possibly overtake but couldn't quite get enough done. Oh. And I wasn't sure if it was... a. Uh, Perez trying to hold him back or not? I'm not sure. 
could have been a bit of strategy though, you're right. Yeah. Like I couldn't the slow pit stop. <clears throat> yeah, I think probably Perez was faster. Lewis was mm. on radio quite a few times complaining. Yeah. They couldn't get past and the Red Bull had an amazing traction at the corners. Because um, as soon as they broke the DRS, he was left behind. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And the bendy rear wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which yes, I think is banned from now on. Or there'll be new tests for the next race. Have you seen but, the footage? Uh, yeah. Interesting. I didn't realise quite how it bent. I thought it was like wobbling, but it, it lowers as to get mm, tight yeah. speeds. Very, very clever. Apparently, Adrian Newey references such technology in his book. So apparently, oh, the right. FIA should have been, you know, on it. Mm. Yeah. Red Bull's counter is that uh, Mercedes front wing does the same. Oh, it does. Yes. Sky did a clip of that, and mm -hmm. it really does. Yeah. <laughs> and does the same as well. Yeah. The front wing. Clever. So there's, there's new tests at Paul Ricard, or after Paul Ricard, I can't remember which, for mm. the rear wings, which basically mm -hmm. means that they've, they've all had to go and redesign the rear wing, so it can't do that anymore. Game changer. Possibly. Um... But I think that's only for the rear of the car. I don't think it's for the front, which is why yeah. Red Bull are their instant response is well look at Mercedes front wing because they want the same yeah. done for that. Which is fair enough. I mean, if you're going to do it at the back of the car, you've got to do it in the front as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see then if it does make a difference or not. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I I didn't fully believe the six tenths of a second that Mercedes were pushing, but. No, it's, it's certainly going to be worth a whack along that straight. If it's not worth something, they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Especially a long straight like that. Um, I'd like to mention just before Stroll crashed, Mazepin went down this gate road at turn four. <laughs> and there was an amazing shot. I don't know if you saw it. My favourite moment yeah. of the race. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone on the balcony chanting Mazepin. Mazepin. <laughs> and then he goes off in front of him. Perfect. Yeah. If you're a Mazepin fan, is that a disappointment or is what you're there to see? I don't, I right. think that it was ironic the chanting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably, <laughs> most likely. But if you if you're a Mazepin fan, do you want to see him do something stupid? I mean, that must be why you're a fan. It's there's not really going to be another reason. Uh, that but was yeah, that that was my favourite moment of the weekend. <laughs> I do love how dismissive every single commentator is about Mazepin Oof, when he yeah, does something. Savage. It's a uh, You'd think maybe someone at F1 or FIA would have had a, a word with them, like, try and be professional, but uh, no the one has. do the same, don't they? Yeah, yeah, the drivers do do the same. Yeah, he did manage know. to change his settings this time around. I don't know if you saw that radio clip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. But I quite liked it how he was acknowledging of it. He said, like, done, and because I'm not in Monaco this time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Oh, and then also for Haas. Oh, man. Is that what you're going to say? No, no, no. Uh, they uh, Mick Schumacher during the safety car had a pit stop problem had to stop mm -hmm. and push back in because his front left tyre was loose yeah so we've already broken our self-imposed Haas talking ban twice uh, yeah <laughs> yeah. they did at least stop him instantly he literally just got out of his pit box and he was told to stop which is good they didn't let him get out on the track but he shouldn't have been able to leave the pit box in the first place I suppose yeah, yeah that, the green light shouldn't have been on the guy in the, the wheel gun well, it's quite happy. He he wasn't the one that flagged, so someone else no. must have seen it. Because mm -hmm. uh, he looked quite pleased with himself. <laughs> I put my wheel on. I'm all yeah. good. Oh, fuck. 
wasn't on. No. no, I do also wonder the difference between Schumacher and Mazepin, how much of it is down to the um, engineers. Because Schumacher is really calm and patient with him. Understanding, yeah. I was going to say, that's what I was going to say, the Haas, just that one Schumacher said, it seems really good at coaching him mm-hmm. through what yeah. he needs to do. Um, I've not heard much of the, the Mazepin's racing, you know, but certainly on Schumacher's side, he's really good at yeah. guiding him what he needs to, to learn. You know, we'll look at it and say he's sitting second from last every week. Where is he going to learn? But if you've got a, a good team like that, bring yeah. bring him up to speed. It's going to be a worthwhile year for him. Well, the whole aim for this year was basically to write off the year and give their two drivers an experience of Formula One before next year's hopefully better car. World title run. Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Um, are still buying? Most of the parts from Ferrari. I think or so. That? Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah, yeah I suppose it must be hard to get on the. Uh, yeah, must it must be hard to get on top of problems when you haven't designed it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they don't design the. The chassis, do they? Either that's. Delara. Um, Delara, yeah. But it's it's a two-year-old design now. Hmm. That's the main reason I think that the. So then the safety car came in. Uh, well, I've got no down that Vettel uh, took Leclerc at the start, and yeah. we had a good, really good fight with Gasly for about half hour. Oh, they yes. Were, they were side by side going for each other. That was brilliant. He took out Vettel, didn't he? Yeah. After he went past him with that massive lockout. Yeah, very lucky not to have a big crash there. Mm. But, uh, Bottas disappeared further down the order at that point. Oh, I think he was in at 13th at one point. I think Giovinazzi got past him, even. Because also they were on new tyres, he wasn't, which seemed strange for him not to box yeah. on the safety car. Because the pit lane was closed for a while during the safety car, um, but there's still time for him to get in and get new tyres on. Did Alonso put yeah. tyres on during it? He did, yes. he put the softs on. Right, because for me at this point, actually, Alonso had a disappointing race. Mm. Fell yeah. backwards from the start it, when everyone was on fresh tyres still and then just sort of disappeared. But, you know, if you think... Mm-hmm. Patel who started behind him oh a different strategy I suppose not a fair comparison but <laughs> I just wasn't too impressed and then all of a sudden he's come alive he's Bottas was passed by Ricciardo Alonso Kimi at, at this point but yeah Alonso started making moves on the softs then they must have been fresh like you say yeah mm. uh, I thought Hamlin was really cautious at the start um, he was close to Perez he could have sent yeah. it but he seemed like he was just trying to be really sensible collect the points he did say later on it's a marathon, not a sprint. Ah. Um, but I, I, I thought, he, yeah, I thought it could have probably taken Perez at a couple of points at a restart. Well, that quote was apparently mind games, but we'll come to that when he gets to that point. Oh. <laughs> it clearly didn't work. No. Um, the next thing I've got noted after the safety guard there was a few. I think there was a couple of other overtakes, but I've got nothing spectacular noted. And then mm-hmm. got Max crashing. At the end of the, yeah. the straight, at proper top speed, uh, when his left rear gives up. Yeah. Again, uh, he speared right into the wall. Luckily that it kept right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Very lucky. And so Perez takes the lead with Hamilton second, and Max is out. Now, Pirelli's initial findings are apparently that it's debris that's caused the two left rear tyre failures, mm. which. I am sceptical of, I think most people yeah. are, um, because two 
to the same tires of roughly the same age at similar points in the track. I'm not 100% sure about the debris. No, the only thing about it is, is there were drivers who had done more laps and were reporting mm. no problems. Mm. But then neither Stroll or Verstappen reported any problems or the team could see any problems. I was just going to say suddenly that. Went. Yeah, there was no warning. Mm -hmm. Which could be just something piercing the tyre wreck. Yeah, because um, Red Bull did say that on the team radio to the FIA. Which was amazing. Zero warning of the puncture. I thought I loved that Red Bull FIA team radio bit. Yes, I did as well. Although I was trying to work out if they were genuinely trying to get the red flag mm. because they thought of safety, or if they thought if we throw a red flag now, we get count back and he still wins. I'm thinking it was the latter. Yeah, yeah I'm the same because as it was standing, the race was going to finish under the safety car and yeah. Perez with a one. Yeah. So I thought, you've just risked a win here. You must be doing it for slightly nefarious reasons. Mm -hmm. um, Although, didn't they say in it, uh, we recommend that you do a red flag where everyone can put fresh tyres on? They did, yeah. So therefore, that, that they're, they're still suggesting restart the race. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they were hoping with such a short thing that they wouldn't yeah. bother to restart yeah. it. But It just seems strange to risk a win like that, though. Like Perez tire isn't going to blow up because they're going so slow for the next three laps. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Charles was very annoyed about the slowness of the safety car being flagged. Yes, I think a lot of the drivers were as well. Yeah, it was quite it delayed again. I felt. Yeah, and it's not right because it's clearly it should be a safety car. Just instant for that. It should be just yeah. an instant reaction. Yeah. So something was weird there. Hmm. Hmm. To be honest, like that's. My son was doing like the touring curves and stuff to let people race for the remainder of the lap. But I can understand yeah. F1. But that was a 210 miles an hour crash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's probably no room for messing about there. Yeah. Massive accident. Again, there was no problem with Max though in terms of like physical or anything, you know, all good. But no, I think the only injury he might have had was his foot after kicking the tyre. He did <laughs> kick a tyre on the exit when he got out yeah. of the car, didn't he? Yeah. And and Colin shared with me the Dutch commentary, which is quite entertaining. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I did share it with you as well, sorry. Shared with us, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's about in tears when Verstappen goes into the wall. And then um, he's yeah. about jumping off the roof in celebration when uh, when Lewis has his incident later on. Mm. <laughs> very, very mad. passionate. They're always just swearing everyone on TV over there. They're just <laughs> off on that. <laughs> I think that should be the way. You should be allowed to swear on TV here. Yeah. Like that, that bores me so much in football where like the commentator apologises for the crowd singing. Come on. Yes. <laughs> come on. Why are you so strict off call? Well, oh, shit yeah. through every now and again. Well, they didn't um, say anything about going back to Leclerc and Quali, didn't they? When he was described his lap as a shit lap. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and they said to him, how was the lap? I thought it was a shit lap, actually. <laughs> but then, Johnny Herbert, who, what interview was I watching? Uh, Verstappen, Probably I think. Probably on Verstappen, straight but after. He did apologise for Verstappen's language, but not Charles. Yeah, I don't think he twigged Charles one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, red flag. Red flag. Um, everyone comes through the pit lane, apart from, yes. apart from Mr. Latifi, whose <laughs> race engineer kept saying, stay out, stay out, stay out. But what then he was meaning is drive along the pit lane and don't come into your box. Yeah, but, but that's... Drivers, yeah. Come, drivers come along the street, it keeps getting told to stay out. <laughs> Yeah, I felt really sorry for Latifi because he got three penalty points for that. You're kidding? No. Oh. And that is 
not his fault in the slightest, in my opinion. I know it's obvious you should go in the pits, but your team no, are clearly telling you, <laughs> don't. It's the yeah. opposite of in and in and in and in and in, isn't it? Because the cars in front went in the pits, but how's he to know if that's just strategy or not? Yeah, he was literally being shouted at as well. Stay out, stay out, stay out, stay out, stay out, stay out, stay out. I mean, come in, but don't go in. Yeah, what was it? Stay out, stay out, through the pits, but stay out. Yeah. So bizarre. Um, yeah. I imagine that uh, engineer got a tailing off after. Well, it was bad. Yeah. I think he ended up getting a 10 second stop go penalty. Which, which I don't think he took as well. Oh, I thought he did. I may well, be wrong. No. He, he got this stop go penalty for when the restart happened. Right. Uh, but then the pit lane was blocked by his teammate. True. So I think he did just have 10 seconds on his race time. Well, if it's a stop-go or a driver, it should be more than that. It'll be 30 seconds. Not that it would affect, because I think he was pretty much last anyway. I think he was ahead of the Hassies, which, and then he finished finished. Mm. finishing behind them, which has actually cost Williams in the championship. He was definitely ahead of both Hass, and the top Hass was 13th. So, um, ah, yeah, now he's dropped down to 16th in the final classifications. And it probably yeah. was a 30 second thing because yeah. Mick Schumacher yeah. finished 14 seconds, 14.2 seconds behind the leader, and Latifi was 42 seconds behind. So, yeah, either he did manage to take the penalty on the last lap or something, but. Or the fact he thought on. Yeah. 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 Which is a shame. Um, yeah. Shame. Really bad for Williams, but there was a recovery tra- truck on the track oh, with Marshalls. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Cardinal sin. Yep, slam dunk. Apparently, um, the reasoning for it as well is that. Um, the system that they employ tells them stay out or pit. The actual um, strategy system. All right. So he's just reading what <laughs> the strategy system was saying, even though he meant for him to come in. That's why. So it goes back because to it too much hand-holding up. again, what we were saying about Norris. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You would use your initiative there and go, ah, oh, come in the pit. Uh, you know, you'd say something different. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's like a high-pressure scenario and it's all a big panic, isn't it? But yeah. Got but then we've got the more FIA team radio. Oh, I didn't actually hear that bit. Mm. Uh, McLaren doing the old schoolyard tricks going <laughs> did you see Sonoda not slowing down for either of the safety cars and trying to get him penalised um, to which Michael Massey replied in my opinion the whole field should be being penalised for not slowing enough under double yellows Ah, and he, I think McLaren came back and said I'm not sure who the person was on the radio but he said this but his was clearly worse than everyone else and they said no everyone should be penalised or no one. Yeah, because if everyone's over, even if he's worse, you, you would have to, yeah. yeah, precedent there. So apparently you can not slow down for the safety car if provided everyone else is. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it was a double yellows, which there's no, yeah. there's no defined slow down there as prepare to stop, essentially, uh. which, as we know from previously, the, the drivers normally take that as just a little lift off, which mm-hmm. really isn't what you should be doing. No, you should be slowing right down. Yeah, so what the FIA is going to need to, if they really want to police that, they're going to have to bring mm-hmm. an actual rule. You have to drop by X amount. You have to be this speed. You have to, if they're if they're going to come down on that, they're going to have to make it a bit clearer than just mm. prepare to stop. It is due to be discussed in the drivers' meeting before the next race, but how far that goes, I don't know. Yeah, because that, that's the whole reason the VSC was brought in after. Yeah. Um, was it Jules Bianchi's crash where mm-hmm. it was a yell and people weren't slowing enough for it? Yeah. 
So that's the whole reason for the VSC. If they're still not doing it with the double yellows, they've got to bring in a new rule. Yeah. Take out the driver's control. Race restart, second restart. Two laps um, left. Two, two laps. Sprint race. Two laps sprint race. Everyone on brand new tyres. I think Lewis got a new front wing. He did. That's <laughs> something as well I was thinking about. Sorry to interrupt. Um, not so much for this race, but I'm thinking about other races where we've had red flag stoppages before the end. Um, and they're allowed to change their tyres. Yeah. I was wondering whether they should be penalised for that. I know they're allowed to in the rules, but say if you choose not to change your tyres you just go out and if you do change your tyres you get 5 or 10 seconds added to your time mm. well Bottas technically did that because he decided to put under the safety car and then it yeah. got red flagged <laughs> to oh, 10 really? seconds later yeah he paid for soft um, it feels unfair to me when people have preserved their tyres and then everyone can come in and start from scratch I'm with you there so either you just carry on or you have a small little yeah just a small I see now yeah because it it does spoil it to those who have gone like a different strategy just to be good at the end. Yeah. Hmm. It's just something that occurred to me when I was uh, watching it for some reason. Bring that up in the next driver's briefing, Nick. Yes, yeah. I shall. <laughs> but you're right, because the guys like Russell and Tifanazzi, ones overall and new softs, yeah. mm -hmm. going quite well, and then all of a sudden, I don't think it really hurt a couple of them. I think Alonso uh, had a good restart and things like that, but they were essentially going to be quicker than everyone else in front and everyone else got the same tires as them at the end and uh, Mercedes had a was it Mercedes had a spare set of softs because they didn't get their second run in is that um, some, someone, someone did but I can't think who it is either I thought it was Mercedes had a second set of soft tires I, I know wrong. Vettel did yeah Vettel, did oh, it may have been Vettel they de he definitely did because he missed out on Q3 mm -hmm. another advantage yeah yeah yeah, thank you, Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> so race restart. Uh, Hamilton's brakes are pretty much on fire as they're sitting on the yeah, grid. Yeah, what's with that? Yeah, that's the magic. That's the magic. The good old uh, magic. Yeah. Yeah, it pushes all the brake balance frontwards and puts all heat through the tire rims to heat up the brakes and tires, mm. which he then turned off, but then accidentally turned back on again. Hmm. To me, it sounds like he double-pressed it back, as opposed to... <laughs> in the post-race interview, he said he, he knocked it when he was trying to move when Perez pushed yeah. him across. I don't know. He yeah. knows more than me. It's that easy to knock, though. You'd think he would have done it at some Every other race. race. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to me, it's almost like he's he'd either not turned it off, or when he turned it off, he's turned it back on again immediately, you know, like double, yeah. double tap. Uh, the amount of smoke was quite surprising, wasn't it, on the grid before? Yeah. I thought, oh, here we go, he's going to lock up at the front because he's got no brakes left. They're so yeah. warm. He goes straight on to turn one when he has the lead, basically. And uh, yeah. I immediately thought, brake failure. Just yeah. Just because mm. he, he went straight on, both tyres locked. Mm. That's just classic brake failure, but it turns out the magic was on. Um, it was the magic, yeah. The, mm. He did well to get a good start. Maybe mm. Perez yeah. actually dropped the start a bit. Tried to squeeze mm -hmm. it, so uh, but then made the big mistake. And as we've uh, all watched, Mark Webber makes the most amazing noise of the Channel 4 <laughs> coverage. Uh, Colin's going to recreate it for us now. Ah! <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, it was, a, it was a very high pitch squeal. Uh, <laughs> which, to be fair, I was like that as well. I was like, yes, let's no! Yeah, it was, it was a complete fuck up. 
perfectly um, encapsulates this... everyone's feelings at that minute. Yeah, and as I say, there was a Dutch commentary of Lewis going straight on is brilliant. <laughs> he's just thrown out. I, I can't I pick up most of the words, but there's certain words I can pick up, and he's basically celebrating. Yeah, he's got the champagne yeah, out in the commentary box. Ah, I should have written it down. One word is definitely interpreted as what a shambles or something. Like I can't remember. Yeah, mm. yeah, very unbiased commentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was a great restart. I mean, uh, Alonso took a bunch of places. Vettel uh, yeah. done well to get up to second. Yeah, um, Clark, Gasly had a great fight. There was there was probably a highlight. Leclerc and Gasly came to the last lap, overtaking each other two or three times for for no. the final podium place. Yeah. Lando trying to get involved, but not that was nice. Yeah, I've got an opinion about this. Hmm. So um, Leclerc is right behind Gasly, and he gets a slipstream, and he gets past him too early on the straight. Mm-hmm. So then Gasly can get the slipstream again and dive down the inside of turn one, and then they're both they defend into turn two, and then they're both mm-hmm. sort of defending and playing around into turn. Three and then into turn four. Leclerc does a weird move on Norris. Is it moving in the braking zone? I'm not sure. Really mm. aggressive blocking. Mm-hmm. None of that, that was... would have been possible if DRS was active, because Correct. Leclerc would have yeah. just gone past and yeah. that would have been over. Yeah. Are you making a case for Ben and DRS? I am. Yeah. Because Gasly wouldn't have been able to get back in the toe to pull back into the inside into turn one, in my opinion, because Leclerc would have had such an overspeed. Another David Coulthard mm-hmm. term for you there. <laughs> We would have got three, four car lengths before the braking zone. And it's not going to happen. It's modern Formula One and I have to have DRS yeah. for a reason. But just there, I was like, oh, this proves with a red flag and only two laps to sprint to go on fresh tyres. Yeah. You can get a, someone re-overtaking when they're perhaps not quickest at that minute. Whereas with the DRS era, the quicker car gets through and the other car never fights back. Early in the race, one of your pet peeves, Colin, mm. Alonso just let the guy by because, oh, right, yeah. uh, I haven't got DRS, so there's no point fighting that again. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. as we've done with our various F1 2022 preview podcasts, uh, <laughs> the, the, the rule change for next year is supposed to bring the cars closer, remove the arrow. They're keeping DRS, but if it turns out it's too powerful next year, bin it. Mm. Yeah, get rid. If the car designs do what they're supposed to and it's not needed and you're right it's going to be it's going to make it too easy that, that's it's already. not needed anyway down that straight I don't think yeah, that, no. if you're going to have it at Baku you don't need it down that main straight yeah that's a fair point maybe have it but only have it on another part of the tracks mm-hmm. into, down into turn three yeah just have it there because you don't need to have more than one DRS no, zone because Monaco doesn't there's something, there's something there anyway, whether it's ditching DRS or change. Or for me, how you do it, I don't know. But when it was first introduced, it, it didn't give as big a yeah. difference as it does now. Mm. Part of that is how effective the DRS is. Part of that is how downforce mm-hmm. reliant the current cars are, right? Yeah. So anyway, that's a, that could go on for, forever and ever and ever. But I, and I, I've always, I was actually, you know, when it first came in, I didn't mind it. and was I wasn't like, um, there's a great interview with Eddie Irvine, and he's like, this bloody swear swear DRS has ruined it. <laughs> I didn't mind it and I was actually sort of a proponent of it because I was really bored of watching boring races at that point Yeah. but now I've gone yeah. with these cars it's too strong basically what I'm saying um, and I want to also you mentioned there you know Alonso made up places and Norris did mm-hmm. the, when Alonso got past Yuki Sonoda I can't remember the corner number it's tight left into a tight right 
So Noda has the cutback. Mm. If you watch the onboard, Alonso pushes him into the wall. And if Yuki doesn't back out, it's a crash. And to me, that was uh, bad driving. A dodgy driving, dangerous driving from Alonso. I know it's yeah. very hard to see with the mirrors and stuff, but if someone's got a run and they've got a part of the car um, yeah. as an overlap, you can squeeze them a bit. I'm sure that's fine by me, but not to the, not to the point where they're going to hit the wall. And to be fair, Yuki backs out. We didn't have to. He could have just kept it in there. There'd yeah. be a crash, and it wouldn't have been his fault. But yeah, dodgy for that me. Yeah, that probably would have been acceptable on a traditional track because he's then given the choice to be run off the road mm -hmm. or give up the place. But yeah, on a street track, you've got to be a bit more careful, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I just wasn't a fan of that. It, it was marginal, mm. hard racing. You want a bit of fight, but. Uh, if Yuki doesn't back out, yeah. even though he's got the run, and he was alongside, only partially, uh, that would have been a big crash. Still, good good battling, like you say. Yep, and Timmy got his first points of the year, got a bunch of P10, yeah. and built a couple of moves off at the end. I think he got I think he got past Bottas in Giovinazzi at the restart. Yeah, I think so. If I'm mm -hmm. not wrong, uh, Ricardo up into ninth, which okay for him, I mm -hmm. guess. Gets on the weekend. Yeah. And I thought actually Sainz done a great job to get back up to 8th after he had his double lock-up. Yeah. That was like a race ender. But yeah. He kept his head down and, and, and did well, but a still messy weekend. A messy weekend because mm -hmm. uh, there was a qualifying incident and then the uh, big mistake. The only, what was it? The only person okay, uh, who didn't crash, who went down the skate road was Mazepin, I think. And Sainz. Yeah. So that's not good, is it? <laughs> no. So he did well to get back, but he shouldn't have even been there. No. And then Lando P5, which I don't think he finished at the top five this year. Yeah. Could have, could have had a podium to be fair if Leclerc hadn't put shut the door on him. Mm -hmm. Um, which would have been <laughs> an interesting day for him from ninth. But I thought fifth was pretty good. And then Pierre on the podium again. Yeah. Your favourite? He's. He's too good for that uh, for that team, mm. in all honesty. But there's nowhere for him to go. That's so sad. He'll be at Alpine. Yeah. Whether it's next year or the year after, he will be there. In place of the yeah. team still be going. In place of Alonso. <laughs> so he has to wait another year then, in that case. Yeah. You're not thinking that Fernando will stick around? Um, I don't think so, no. But also, I don't think he's the driver he was. Yeah, not I'd not in F1 terms, at least. He's got a full year's practice to try and get back to it for mm -hmm. next year. I yeah. suppose that's the entire aim of this year, though, right? Yeah. But if you pick someone on current form, you're right, Gasly's probably fourth, fifth, sixth best driver in the grid. He's in the conversation. Yeah. All French team, then, as well. Hmm. Oh, yes. Which... Works well from a marketing point of view. Wee wee. Wee wee wee. Va va So now I'm just thinking Nicole and Papa. <laughs> and uh, Showing your age there, Nick. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and the old man, Sebastian Vettel, up into P2. Podium. Yeah. First ever podium for Aston Martin. Good driver as well. Yeah. I think it's third podium at Baku for. The Silverson team. Ah. Mm -hmm. So it's always a track they've been well at. 
Um, and yeah, I'm starting to change my opinion on Vettel now, because that's two strong weekends in a row. Well, I'm not track dependent. Track dependent. <laughs> Let's yeah, give him another five. Holding races. judgment. Yeah, but he definitely outperformed what I thought he would. Yeah, and it was amazing. Sure. He did really well. Mm. I'm not. I'm not taking that away from him. And maybe yeah, same this pace as the leaders at some point. Yeah, really. That's great. Mm. Let's let's just see how he gets on. I mean, maybe this this um, kicks on him and that entire team and gives them confidence that way. Yeah. But I, I remain to be convinced, like you are, Colin. <laughs> I'm not fully convinced, but my, my opinion is changing because he was nowhere at the start of the year, and that's mm-hmm. two strong performances on two two of the trickiest tracks, basically. I mean, he's adapted and, quicker than yeah. Ricardo or Alonso at this point. Yeah, and yeah. you're right, we'll see once we get back to the normal tracks. But I can actually carry that through. But biggest let off in the world for Max Verstappen. Yeah. Hamilton yeah. Hamilton doesn't sense. score anything. First time in however long. I remember the, I can't remember the date, but but no points from Mercedes. Mm. So was it twenty thirteen or twenty twelve? Wow. Since that's, that's happened. Yeah. So it's still a four point gap at the top of the standings and Verstappen leading Hamilton. Perez yep, now in third. Pe- Perez up to third with Norris fourth. Bottas is down in six. Bad. And has yeah, terrible. There's nowhere. I mean he's he's twenty two points behind Perez. It's gonna take a bit to even overcome that, let alone I don't think he will. Try and catch up with the top two. Yeah, I mean Toto Wolf said when asked about Bottas, he said the car was nowhere and so he had no confidence to push. But that doesn't explain being that far down. No. And if it's true that he was given the option to make changes like Lewis and didn't, then you have to question why he didn't take the risk. Because he was Mm -hmm. sitting 11th, 12th during practice yeah and then decided not to make the same changes as Lewis and Lewis managed to qualify second and was probably going to finish one or two had he mm-hmm. not messed up his brakes 26 point gap between Red Bull and Mercedes now it's growing yeah and if Perez truly is getting to grips with that car then that can only be better for them in the long run mm-hmm. although as we alluded to earlier Colin and Nick rear wing gate might change it it might mm. it probably and won't Probably, <laughs> probably not. And but we are now going back towards normal tracks mm. where Mercedes are expected to be a bit stronger. But mm-hmm. to be fair, Red Bull have looked quicker all year, yeah. and it's only through their own mistakes have not won more. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a bit dubious myself about, about this all of a sudden Mercedes comeback. I think it'll be they'll be much better, but I'm not. I don't think they'll overtake Red Bull. That's nah, the beauty of F1, we'll see. They did show a little bit of possible reliability as well in Red Bull because they had to stop Perez straight after oh, yeah. he finished the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With some kind of hydraulics issue. That was bad. Yeah, so Sebastian Vettel could have won it. Yeah. That would have been weird, right? That'd have been epic. You'd have really had to reverse back on your, your opinion now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> have won it. Thanks, Red Bull, for making a count last exactly yeah. the race distance and no further. Is it now Colin Chapman that says that if the car's not falling apart by the end, then I've built it wrong? Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that, wasn't it? And uh, mm-hmm. 
true. It's not a bad thing, is it? It's just going to last that distance. Yep. So Where are we, Nick? Nick? Pull oh, the cart. We didn't cover one thing, though. Oh. oh. The uh, Mazepin and Schumacher incident. Oh, yeah. On you go. Ah, yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Well, that was just um, mental, really. <laughs> um, Mazepin got past Schumacher on, I think, the first lap of the restart. Um, and then Schumacher went to overtake him again on the last lap coming up to the finish line. And he, just as he's pulling alongside, Mazepin tries to jink right, which could have forced him into the wall. At 200 plus mile an hour. Mm. Yeah. Was Mick and happy about that? No. no. <laughs> the, the team said it was a misunderstanding between the drivers. Yeah, that's rubbish. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. team was also trying to tell Mick to show up, basically. Yep. Yes, on the radio. Yeah. Well, Mazepin's dad is paying all the radios, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping them in a job. Let's not upset them. Um, Mazepin's uh, quotes after the race... Um, when someone asked him about it and he said it was really odd he said he, he was just annoyed that he didn't have the energy deployment to keep the place Yeah, but that's not a reason that's bad <laughs> it's, that's bad spoiled brat territory isn't it yeah oh uh, I was really annoyed so I decided to nearly kill him yeah <laughs> yeah it's just um, not the right mentality no yeah, I think he said he was frustrated but yeah frustrated yeah, sorry you know you just you give that place up. It's not even for points. No. No, it's not for anything. No. I mean, it was. I don't know if you've seen much of Mazepin in F2, but it yeah. was a feature of his defending was very late and just mm. pushing people mm-hmm. off the track. So it's cool not a habit he's unlearned. And uh, it's cool not a guy that respects other drivers, given he continually blocks people and then pulls, pulls that on his own teammate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not good at all. Especially considering as well that he'd been like a minute behind Mick for most of the race. He's <laughs> in that position because of a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, once Haas have their title winning car, I'm <laughs> excited to see them fight at the front. We're back at Haas again. I know, mm. we kind of get away from them. <laughs> I think we've probably spoken about Haas more than Williams over the past oh, yeah. five races. Easy. Um, so next up's Paul Ricard. So all our favourites. Enjoy that one. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, 18th to 20th of July, Paul Ricard followed by a double header at Austria. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, because we lost Turkey. So, is so it I think Austria mm-hmm. replaced that. Three races in a row, isn't it? On a weekend. Three yeah. weekends in a row. Do the short track. Yeah, do the short track. <laughs> <laughs> Just mix it up Feel a like bit. the Bahrain Oval. Yeah. Yeah, they did Sakia, so. I don't think, it, weirdly, I don't think it has the. Um, grade one license because of that corner not having any runoff. No, true. Mm. It's got a wall there, isn't it? Halfway around it. Yeah. On the exit. <laughs> yeah. Last year they brought a softer set of tyres, I think, for the second round. Oh, they did, didn't they? They changed it up. Yeah, so I don't know if they'll do that again this year to try and spice it up. Hopefully. Yeah. It's yeah. got two different names. Oh, it yeah. does. Is it the Styrian still? No. Well,. I think so, but it's oh maybe this is Austrian for Styrian. It's Grom, hmm. Grosser Prix de Steiermark, Steiermark, which I guess <laughs> is yeah. What what, did you, what was it called again? Styrian Grom. Styrian. Yeah, maybe it's a Styrian Grom and then Austrian Grom Prix. 
Yeah, the second one's the following one, Grosser Prehe von Osterich, which I'm assuming is Austrian. Yeah. Yeah. Followed by... The Osterich Ring. Yeah. Was it? And it used to be much longer. It's still there, though. If you you went straight on at turn one and threw a wall, it went up there. (laughs) (laughs) That's a line I normally take. Don't jinx it. (laughs) Matthew Mazepin going Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I bet a guaranteed Crofty will say, oh, he's on the old Osterich Ring. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. uh, why can't he have a week off why does he have to do every single one uh, we're back around here again oh, that's my fault sorry <laughs> yeah yeah we're back uh, so yeah double header Austria followed by Silverstone which are going mm. to well well depending on our prime minister and our first minister I'm supposed to be yes Um but yeah, the Silverstone are selling it at full capacity and full expectation that lockdown or all mm. restrictions are going to be lifted in two weeks' time. But the the government is privately briefing that they may delay opening by at least two weeks, possibly a month. Mm. Which if they do the month, I won't be going. If they do the two weeks, I might be going. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. If not, I've bought tickets to uh, Notkill. So I've got I've got that to look at. Oh, nice! And that was a tenth of the price of Silverstone. So. Oh, that's should be interesting either way. Mm. Yeah, mm. hopefully I've, get some races. Yeah, so I've got seats at Stowe for uh, the race, mm. which I think's if I'm right, it's the end, one at the end of the straight. It is, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's one just before the pit entry. Yeah, so there's two overtaking places really there oh, in Woodfield. Right. So mm-hmm. hopefully something will happen. I wonder if you'll be able to see. You might be able to see that that little final corner then, when the chicane. Before. Yeah, you can yeah, apparently from the grandstand. You can see the club corner. So well, you can definitely see that from see someone. stood up there. I've never been in the grandstand mm. there, but I spectated stood up from there. Mm. You can get a really good view of that chicane and the pit entry and the, the at the end of the straight there. So it should be a good spot for you. Yeah, fingers crossed. But mm. like I say, if Boris decides, I'll be watching on TV with Crofty and the rest of you. <laughs> that's what I'm most excited about is not having to listen to him for an F1 face uh, although the British Grand Prix is normally live on Channel 4 as well it is so, I always watch it on Channel 4 yeah. it is yep. yeah so you, you, I like the new guy that does it on Channel 4 he's good because um, yeah. he does he's, all the F2 and everyone as well oh it is Alex Jakes I wasn't sure yeah. if he was uh, actually doing it yet or not no it's Alex Jakes and also they normally have David Coulthard but it was Weber for this race so I haven't looked into the mm. reasons why and then they have like a third one that comes in ever so often, which is normally Weber or is Billy Munger. So mm. Alex Jakes yeah. and Billy Munger do F2 mm-hmm. and F1 on the same weekend. And Billy Munger was on the F1 as well briefly. Oh, was he? On, on Sky. Um, but oh, I don't know if it was for Sky or for F1. It might be for he was F1. interviewing someone in the pits. Ah, interesting. Uh, like pre-race this was. Yeah, I think it's probably just for F1. Because he does his F2 mm. work for F1, if that makes sense. Yeah. He's really good, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing the... If you watch that Weber shouting clip, he's in the background. He was doing (laughs) the full race on Channel 4. Yeah. I I was impressed when he started doing the coverage for F1. Because he's Mm. he's still quite a young guy, but he knows knows so much about F1 Mm. and how how all all intricacies work. It's really really impressive. I I wish the Channel 4 feed was the one used for the world English feed. Yeah, unfortunately not. One day, Sky will uh, mm-hmm. bid their F1 presenters and get new ones. 
or at least promote from the one the good ones that they've got. Yeah, they've got some good ones. Let's be fair. Yeah. Right, we keep coming back the to F1 <laughs> coverage as well. Did you see the um, driver of the day interview? Oh mm. yes, that was weird. But Vettel was <laughs> funny, wasn't he? Yes. But I, I was trying to still can't decide if I like that idea or not. Do you think they were briefed on it or not? It was like... I, I don't know, weird. to be honest. But he said, I don't have much time, over the day. but how did you get my yeah. phone number? I thought that was a great response. Because <laughs> I would think it could be quite an interesting thing, as in touring cars sometimes, when there is a red flag, yeah. they actually will talk, or not red flags, sorry, safety cars, yeah, yeah. they will actually sometimes talk to the driver whilst they're following the safety car. Formula E does this. Yeah. At the end of every okay. race, the commentator talks to the driver, who's won. Hmm. And goes, uh, oh, and it actually might be Dario Franchitti, the second commentator who does it. I don't know if they still do it recently, mm. but certainly that was the thing to make it oh, more interactive. Yeah. And it was, it's fine. When they get used to it, it becomes normal. So yeah. if they carry on with that. But does a driver really need to know if they're driver of the day? They're more worried about their finishing yeah. position, right? Yeah. Well, you've got to try these In things. a way, that the fastest lap would be better because they got a point for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no one got fastest lap in this race. True. Because uh, Verstappen had it. I was trying to work ah. out if he actually did get the point for fastest lap or not, because I couldn't remember what the rules were, but they kept telling us in the commentary that it was top ten only, yes. and only if you finish. Yeah. Does it not then default to the second fastest? Apparently no. not. That's weird. Yeah, I thought that as well. That definitely should happen, because then you might get someone random getting it. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Yuki yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there, there was a couple of other things that I wanted to say about. Is um, one thing that's been bugging the hell out of me since Monaco that I keep forgetting to bring up is, and I don't know if it's new from Monaco onwards or if I've just noticed it, but whenever they show a replay, there's a really annoying noise. Is it? Yeah, that. I think I thought I think I've done that really well. I, I don't know. I just started noticing it in Monaco, and now it just annoys the hell out of me every time. <laughs> now you've mentioned it. We're screwed. It, <laughs> it's more prominent in the Formula 2 for some reason. It seems louder. Oh, that's weird. But it's when it, I think it's to because there was issues of last year or the year before where Crofty started shouting about what's ah, going on when there was a replay. Oh God, don't yeah. go down this rabbit hole again. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's what was brought in to try and make it clear. Right. That this is a replay, but it, yeah, it does my head in. I did notice on the front of the Aston Martin uh, at the driver number they had a replay of written on the front of their car this week, and I didn't know if I didn't know if that was a response to the Lance Stone memes from Monaco, <laughs> or if they've actually had that on their car the full season. But because I don't remember, it could s- be. I That's think it might be there the full. I think it might be there the full year rather than a. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But if, if it was and it was a joke, then that's a that's a nice little that's nod brilliant. to the meme. Good spot. But I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it will be a sponsor. Well, McLaren have a sponsor on their wing mirrors, which is I don't know how you pronounce it, if it but it's b i t c i dot com. And for some reason, whenever it's driving around to me, it just looks like the word bitch because <laughs> <laughs> the dot com goes upwards, so it looks <laughs> like it's creating a h at the end. Just something I'll that have was to look amusing for that me as well. throughout the race. Uh. Uh, but also, it was I thought it was quite a nice touch for Red Bull or Horner to dedicate the win to Mansour OJ. That was classy, yep. Mm. The uh, McLaren shareholder who sadly passed away a few days before. Yeah. 
So uh, attack her, he was part of as well. Oh, really? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Uh, but certainly known in our circles for his uh, McLaren involvement for yeah. many a year, right? I think it was him and Ron Dennis together, wasn't it, who created the revised McLaren? I think so. But I don't know if it was him who pushed out Ron Dennis out of that arrangement. But <laughs> no, I, I meant the um, after Bruce McLaren, basically. Oh, right, yeah, right. You see what I mean? Him and Ron Dennis together that created what we now know as McLaren. Right, I thought you meant like when they started doing their own like road cars again no. after the McMurk, McMurk SLR, no worries. Oh yeah, good points there, Nick. We nearly finished without that. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> Hold on. Rant. That was good. Um, the, I did like, I don't know if you've seen the F2 races, but uh, same guy won two races in a row, and the first one on the podium, he sprinted off before the champagne yes. could come. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so he can consult because it turned out he only had one race at the fitter. Yeah, <laughs> so he had to save it. 30 centimetres out, they said, which isn't a little amount. Wow. No. no, so he had to sprint off the podium <laughs> before he got soaked. But luckily he won the second or the final yeah. race as well. So he, he stood there and let them pour it over him. Oh, this reminded me of another tangent and we've gone on long here. But I was watching all the World Touring Cars at the weekend, WTCR, which I don't really follow mm. that much because it's not that great. But. They have a yeah. race once a year at the Nordschleifer, actually on the full track, because it's during the weekend mm -hmm. of the 24 hours of the Nürburgring. And what they do is they have a race, and then they have like a half an hour gap, and then they go straight into the second race. Just It's in the morning, basically, before the Nürburgring 24 hours kicks off, so they've got this slot. And I noticed that Thiago Montero, former Formula 1 driver, and podium mm. finisher at the 2005 US Grand Prix, he, uh, <laughs> he, <drives a> Honda, <laughs> he won the first race, and he's spraying the champagne, then he's drinking the champagne, and I'm thinking, hang on a minute, you've got a race in... 10 minutes yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if they do drink drive tests but they shouldn't either way if they don't do a done it's not a good example <laughs> no not with the uh is it drink don't drive isn't it it's something and drive don't drink some campaign like this yeah um yeah so it's I, not a good i did spot that and i think oops someone's forgotten he's got to do a second race <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's a good point though i'd never actually realized before that F2 thing that they do have separate overalls for the other race. Big expense, I just that. assumed they would wear the same ones. Yeah. So. Well, that's one of the reasons why it's not cheap to compete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you wouldn't want to be driving in a set of overalls that is soaked in champagne. No, you definitely don't. There's something yeah. tickle you there, Colin. Yeah, I don't know if you hear in the background, but my dog's currently crying at me to, <laughs> to, uh, to uh, pay attention to him. What you think? Boy, Eric, which oh, is yeah, a <laughs> probably a good signal to wrap this up. Um, yeah, yeah. But we have British Tune Cars back this weekend at Snetterton. Mm -hmm. That's how you say it, Snetterton. Um, yeah. Which the the big bit of news going into it is that there's a couple of driver swaps. So Andy Neat is out for this weekend. Oh, yes. I totally forgot about this, but yeah. And the second BTC racing seat was confirmed. Yep. A couple of weeks ago to be mm -hmm. uh, Senna Proctor, yep. who's got the seat till the rest of the year. Yep. But yeah, um, Andy Neat's taking a weekend off. Um, I can't I remember who's in his seat now. Um, um, oh, this is awkward. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Jess. Hawkins. Is it Jess, Jess, Jess Hawkins? Hawkins. Yeah. We double teamed yeah. it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, 
I wonder if someone's had a word with him or if he's just decided to take himself out um, to let the heat die down from his... I think it's the latter. Yeah, yep. yeah it all seemed a little bit odd, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. He's taking time off because of the reaction to... Um, what was the track? Truxton. 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 Sorry, I kept having not kill my head, even though I knew it wasn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, surely you would have made that decision a lot earlier than that. Mm. Bo disagrees. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely a sign. Yeah. Um, oh, it feels so weird. It's been about five weeks since the first race. It's yeah. been such a gap. Yeah. Um, but we're going to have less to talk about next week now. We're handy yeah. not being there. <laughs> there was the conspiracy theory that I saw about um, that he's taking it to get rid of certain penalty points. <laughs> ah. I'm not sure how accurate that was. But, um, how does that work? One's for last year. Because he hasn't got... I think he's got eight for this year. Fucking... We've had one weekend. <laughs> I don't know, I'm thinking of Norris, isn't it? He's eight for this year. Oh, is he? Um, but yeah, there was a conspiracy theory that he was trying to get rid of some of his points from last year. To go so again. he didn't get a ban. Yeah, because a ban would have been bad press. Mm. I don't think that's true, but that was right. out there. Interesting. Just no Andy Neat. It's always good. Yep. No Andy Neat. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm moving forward to that. It's, 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 yeah, it's a bizarre to have such a big gap from the start, but it's good to have it. It's no F1, so this mm. will be my focus for the weekend. Plus, I'm looking forward to see how Jess Hawkins goes as well. Yeah, she me didn't too. really get a chance when she had the Astra mm. last year. I think she had lots of issues that she couldn't really actually do anything. It's a quick car, is the focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's tough to jump in. You probably need a few weekends to get, get up to speed. So. Yeah. Well, she might still get it. Yeah, we'll have to see on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice to have a good one after Monaco. So that's, yeah. But if we never go to Monaco again, I'll be quite happy. <laughs> Double headed at Baku every yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back with the Snapton race for the Bitstone Cars then. Uh, thanks again for filming and thanks Nick and Tom for joining me again. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend and hopefully we won't miss Andy too much. I'm sure someone else will take up his mantle of being a complete and utter... Yeah. <laughs> I won't say the word, but I'm sure someone else will step up for us. So we'll see you to review whoever ends up in the roof next week. <laughs> nice one. See ya.